How do you, how do you guys do your programs? I, I'm gonna come back in a. Uh, I come back and tell you a little bit. My dog, listening. I'll come back afterwards because we're gonna be getting started in one minute. All right. And we're all in. I tell you, Reggie, when Reggie ready, he ready. No. Well, you, man, y'all, y'all got me, man. I gotta look back at my notes, man. Man, we don't want to hear no notes. Right, get right, doctor. Hush. I'm gonna go ahead. Ready to roll. We are. Okay. Let's get let's get everybody muted before we get that. Oh, okay. Am I? Uh, I'm I'm muted. So, all right. Let's go. Good morning. Good morning, men of God. Welcome to the National Men's Prayer Call. Men of God, we get excited every Tuesday and Thursday morning because we get this opportunity to go before God in prayer. Also, God has blessed us throughout the month of July with the great topic, Valley to Victory. So we're excited we have the gentleman coming up here this morning that's part of the administrative team. He's just an outstanding, outstanding man of God. Uh, he has so many different accolades and you will hear more about him coming up here shortly here, but we're just so grateful for him taking time out of his busy schedule to pour into us this morning. So just ask that you would just go however you with your social media, uh, to link in on the Zoom line, or if you would like to reach us out on Facebook Live, we are Facebook Live right now as I'm speaking. Uh, so just want to just let you know this, but we're excited because we have gentlemen joins us from all around the world. Uh, we have a group of gentlemen joins us from uh, Nigeria, gentlemen joins us on a regular basis from Vietnam, and all those the chapters that we've established here in the state. So thank you, thank you, uh, men of God, for just being obedient and uh, taking time out. Uh, to fellowship with us here uh, this morning let's just go ahead i'm going to go ahead and get us jumped off here in prayer but just want to just thank god hallelujah men of god let's just take time out this morning and just thank god because this day uh july the 28th 2020 uh this day was not promised but god made it possible for us so just to thank him and praise him oh god so we're going to just magnify his holy name because the bible speaks on him as being king of kings the Bible says that he's Lord of Lord. The Bible speaks on him being the Lamb of God. <laughs> oh, God, we thank you for all these affirmations, Lord, because we know we know who you are, Lord, and we're just going to just continue to trust in you, Lord, because the Bible says that the steps of a righteous man is ordered of the Lord. So, Lord, we thank you for ordering our steps daily, Lord. Oh, we don't take it for granted. Uh, Lord, we just thank you for that, Lord. So we're just going to just praise, praise you and worship you this morning here, Lord. And Father, we're going to thank you in advance for the man of the hour that's going to be pouring into us, Lord. We thank you right now for just covering him right now with the blood of Jesus. We ask right now he would not speak of himself nor the flesh, but thank you right now for just covering him, Lord. Oh, God, thank you for getting the clarity of speak. Then we thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you for him and his family. Thank you for his business, Lord, and just thank you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Men of God, let's go before God here in prayer so I can get this gentleman out of the bullpen because I know he's always prepared and ready to go. So let's just thank God this morning. The God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. We come to you, Lord, this morning, Lord. We just pray right now for each and every individual person, Lord. We Thank you right now for just covering us, Lord. Thank you for just renewing our mind as you said you would daily with the word of God. Thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for pouring into our 
spirit man, Lord. We, Father, we don't have any answers, Lord, but we know who does. And Lord, we thank you right now, Lord. Thank you right now, Lord. Father, despite of what the circumstances seem like, Lord, we don't have a grip on what's taking place in life, Lord, but we know that you're sovereign. <laughs> the Bible says that the name of the Lord is a strong tower and the righteous run into it and are safe. So Lord, we thank you right now for keeping us safe, Lord. We know that things that are taking place, Lord, is out of our control. But Lord, thank you, Lord. We just pray right now in the name of Jesus for peace. We pray right now, Lord, that you would just flatten the curve, Lord. Oh, God, thank you, Lord. All power's in your hand. <laughs> thank you right now, Lord. Thank you, Father. And Lord, I just thank you right now for those that are, Father, that the first responders. Lord, you know, Father, the sacrifices that's taken place in their lives. Lord, I, I just pray for them, Lord. Pray for them, their family, Lord, for the concerns that they have, Lord. Father, I just bind this spirit of fear that a lot of these educators is having right now. As I'm speaking right now, conference calls that they're on right now. Lord, pray, Lord, release, release that spirit of fear in them, Lord. But Father, just pray that the right decisions will be made, Lord. Keep them out of harm's way. Keep the children out of harm's way, Lord. Thank you right now for gathering their thoughts in their direction. Only you can do that because you're God of peace. Thank you for that. And Father, we just cover, we just thank you right now for covering us all, Lord. Ah, thank you for your hedge of protection around us, the blood of Jesus that covers us, Lord, daily, daily. Thank you for that. And Father, I thank you right now for the men that is joining us here on this call, Lord. I pray for them, pray for them, lift their families up before you. Thank you that every need is met according to riches and glory in Christ Jesus. There's no lack. Ah, thank you for being the provider that you are. And Lord, we thank you right now for each and every man healing in their body from the crown of his head to the sole of his feet. We bind any attack that the enemy may try to come against us. The devil is a lie and Jesus is the Messiah. Ah, thank you for healing. And Lord, we thank you right now for our helpmate, Lord. We thank you because your word says that a house can't stand if it's divided, but two cannot walk together except they agree on the word. It's the word of God. In the beginning was the word, and the word was God. So we thank you for that. Thank you for our offspring, Lord. We lift them up. Pray for them who's going to work, going to school right now. Lord, just lift them up before you and cover them. Thank you for the protection over them. And Father, we just pray right now for the President of the United States, Lord. We pray, Lord, for decisions to be made, Lord, will be not made of himself, Lord. But Father, direct, direct him and any guidance that need to be done, Lord, according to your will and your purpose. <laughs> God, we thank you right now for that. And Father, I thank you right now for the prayer request submitted in. Lord, I'd just like to thank you, Father, for my friend, uh, Brother Clay English, Lord. I just pray and thank you, Father. <laughs> oh, God, I thank you for the praise report that he gave me Sunday, that his count has been, his count has gone down. That's only you, God, because I know here just a few months ago, <laughs> oh my God, the enemy thought he was going to trick him. He, the doctor told him to just go ahead and get his affairs in order, but the devil is a lie. <laughs> oh God, I just want to just praise you for that report. <laughs> Thank you for it, Lord. And Father, I just pray right now for the McCoy family, Lord, for the loss of, for the loss of uh, Elder uh, McCoy, Lord. I just pray for his family. Keep them lifted up before you cover them right now, Lord, during this time. And Lord, we just give you all the praise, Lord. Thank you, Father, for my wife, Lord, for the 
for the health report that she has received, Lord. Thank you for healing in her body. Ah, thank you for that right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for covering her. And Lord, we just give you all the praise and all the glory for what you've already done and for what you're doing in our lives. And we thank you for it right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 <clears throat> you know, the word says the fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. And every uh, Tuesday and Thursday morning, we're blessed with the fervent prayer from our prayer warrior, Reggie Tenor. So I just want to just take this moment to publicly thank you for doing what you do. You know, so often we're called on to be consistent and persistent in what we do. And uh, it seems as if nobody even notices, but we want you to know that we notice and we appreciate. You know, uh, as we were praying for the McCoy family, um, Lonnie was a very good, close friend of mine. And I've taken his loss a little bit more personally than, than many. And, you know, it just reminded me that, the, that when we pray, God gives us one of three answers, either yes, no, or not now. Sometimes the not nows cause us to question and to and to even back and push back against God. But not now means that he has other plans and decisions for us. We prayed that that Lonnie's life would be would be lengthened and and um, and restored. But the Lord realized that his pain and, um, and 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 struggle and sacrifice was more than than he needed to continue bearing, and he bared it throughout the entire time of his health issue. So we just wanna just lift up that family as they go through um, that grieving process. But this morning, it's our distinct honor and pleasure to present to you the amazing and awesome architect from Arkansas as he unpacks and shares stories and, and information for your transformation. So without going any deeper, any further, I want to bring to you that cane tapping friend of mine from Arkansas, Mr. Heavy on the Mr. Reggie Wright. Uh, can you guys hear me? Yes, sir. Okay. First of all, just thank you, uh, brother Johnny. Love to hear those uh, those those great words, and uh, thank you for going heavy on the Mister and 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 go a little heavy on the cane tapping next time. But anyway, guys, I just want to first of all start out by acknowledging this panel and thanking you guys each month for just giving me an opportunity to speak. I am certainly probably the least qualified to uh, be speaking on the panel, but uh, uh, God is always saying things differently, but uh, I just wanna say thank you. And I also wanna give a special thanks and welcome to our uh, guest speaker who will be speaking Thursday, Dr. Collins. Wanna just continue to welcome you and say thank you for joining us. And I definitely look forward to uh, hearing you on, hearing you close, this, close it out on on Thursday. But guys, I, I want to jump right into it for the sake of time. Uh, I'm going to be uh, uh, as transparent as I can. Um, but I will say my message has completely changed from what it was. Be oh, okay. My wife just peeked outside and said, hey, you need to shut up a little bit because I, I talk a little loud. Uh, I'm outside on the patio. But anyway, guys, I had a completely different message that I was going to bring before you today. I, I really wanted, since this was the ending week of that going 
from valley to victory. I wanted to treat it like a firework show. And if you know anything about a firework show, when they're getting ready to conclude the fireworks, I mean, they bring that thing to a, to a, 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 a they, they, they ramp it up as they're exiting the, the fireworks show. You know, they that's when they go for the finale with all the fireworks. And so that's what I thought that I was going to do. And my topic was going to be on perseverance. But God said something differently. Um, last week, I had two uh, reminders, uh, two situations, two reminders that uh, occurred to me. And it's kind of difficult for me to even talk about it. I found out another friend of mine who had been married to his wife uh, for 20, almost 20 years, uh, four, three beautiful kids. Uh, I emulated uh, this guy, uh, found out that he had left his wife over 20 years. And that led to me remembering another good friend of mine about a year or two ago, been married 25 years divorced his wife. And then last week I discovered that a close family member of mine was discovered that he was still battling with some sexual immoralities. And so God started making me think, and this is, this is kind of uh, difficult for me, but God, I, this, this is, this message is for for one person, and I don't know if that one person may be on our rebroadcast or it may be live today, but I really feel that in my spirit that I need to share this message today. God uh, started making me think, and, and the question popped in my mind, could it be that God's men are not progressing from the valley over into victory because of some un confessed or undealt with things, darkness that is occurring in our lives. Now I've shared those two incidences talking about sexual immorality, but that was just only to bring my mind to the place of darkness. It might not be sexual immorality in your life, but it could be that dark, that your darkness could be uh, those white lies that you often tell in your business now i'm talking about myself because i i don't right now uh have that problem of sexual immorality and i said god well that ain't me but god made were brought quickly brought back to my memory uh reggie what about those white lies that you tell and i go what white lies well when you tell people that you want to have a document over to them on thursday you know that you're not going to have that document until friday afternoon or when you uh, tell people that you're working on something right then, and you know you're not going to work on it until two days later. There's some darkness in your life that I've got to deal with. And so God just began to uh, bring this message forward that could it be that most of our men are not progressing from the valley to victory because there's some deep darkness that we're dealing with in our lives? Could it be that we've got some integrity issues that no one knows about? And you all know those kind of people. Uh, you, we all know somebody, if it's not us ourselves, that that person that just never seems to progress, that is always uh, not 
uh, coming short when it's time for the promotion. That is all, and they've got all the tools and all the credentials, but they never seem to get ahead. We all know that person, if it's not us. That leads me to believe that it's because of some undealt with things that are happening in our lives. I love what Paul says in 1 Corinthians 10, 12. He says, therefore, let him who stands take heed lest he falls. And what he was talking about when he said that he was going over the, all of the things, he was going over the history of the Israelites and talking about all of their failures in their life. And then he concludes that little passage and says, let he who stands take heed lest he falls. And I love it what James says in uh, one chapter one, verse 14, he says, but each person is tempted when he is lured. And now we're just talking about how do we get into this fallen state, this darkness that may be in our lives, the thing that is keeping us from going from valley to victory. How do I get there? You know, this thing that's, I love what James says, one fourteen. he says, but to each person that is tempted when he is lured, he is enticed by his own desire that desire that sets in, that desire to tell those white lies, those desires to, to do the things that would eventually lead to me uh, divorcing my wife, that porn that, that is a desire of mine right now, those things that I should not be doing. It says each person is lured when he is, each person is tempted when he's lured and enticed by his own desire. And then when desire conceives, it gives birth to sin and sin when it is fully grown brings death again when we're lured, when that desire when we're enticed by that desire and that desire is conceived sin born and when sin is fully grown the death that's what brings into that that death that happens in our life that's that is one of the things that keeps us in the valley what are the consequences of a life that's in the valley? What are some of the consequences? And as we know, guys, what I'm saying is just very basic, but I thought it was just worth uh, sharing this as we conclude, as we conclude this uh, lesson, this series on valley to victory, is that one of the consequences of being in the valley, being in the valley can cause collateral damage collateral damage, not just on ourselves, but on those that are surrounded by us. And so when I think about that, what are you saying, Reggie? There are some people right now that will never get to where they're supposed to be because you can't get from the valley, from the valley to victory because of your stuff that is in your life. It is holding up other people from walking in their purpose. Right now, your assignment is for you to get to a different place in your life so that you can go and walk in your purpose and be a blessing to other people. But as long as we're in the valley, as long as we're dealing with darkness, we will never get to the place. So that's collateral damage. That's the collateral damage. So how does one fall? As I just conclude out, Basically, this basic message, how do we, 
how does one fall? How do we get to that place of darkness? I love what F.B. Meyer says. He said, nobody suddenly falls. No one is just going from a place of doing well and then the next day they're down in the valley. No one, I love what he says, no one suddenly falls. It's a slow, gradual process. It's a slow, gradual downhill spiral. So what are some of these things? Uh, as I said earlier, it's, uh, it's sexual immorality, a lack of integrity. I've talked about the line, the cheating in the business, trying to get ahead, the success, even our success can cause us to fall. We've all heard it said before, for every 100 men that can handle success, only one man can, for every, no, for every, I said that wrong, for every 100 men that can handle adversity, only one can handle success. Not everybody can handle success. For every 100 men that can handle adversity, there's only one that can handle success. So success can have us down in the valley, the lack of being able to handle it, the lack of knowing what to do with it. Also too, it's capacity. So many times we don't have the capacity to handle the victory. So God can't bring us to the mountaintop because we simply don't have the capacity. We've got some stuff in our life that we haven't dealt with. We're still looking at some things that are keeping our life in the darkness. We don't have the, when I say the, the right capacity, that means my setup is not right. I don't have the right structure around me. I don't have the right team around me. So my capacity is not there. And so that keeps me down in the valley. And so as I close, as I turn to my close, I just four things that I would that I would throw out there for any person that is wanting to make that change and to go from the valley to the victory. Four simple things that I think we have to do for anybody that's got things in our life that we know is preventing us from going from the darkness into the light. And guys, as we all know, we've all got some things in our lives that we need to probably deal with things in our lives that are keeping us from walking in our purpose. And that's what victory is. That's what victory is, is when you're walking in the purpose, when you are uh, working toward the assignment that God has given you, that's the victory. But so many of us right now, and we know it, there's some things, my, mine may not be what yours is and yours may not be what mine is, but there are some, we need to all examine today if we're going to go to that victory, if we want to get to the top of the mountaintop, what are some of the things that I have got to eradicate in my life as a man that are going to get me there? Because we all know that sin can't dwell where darkness exists. Light can't dwell where darkness exists. The two cannot 
cohabitate together. And some of you guys may be saying, well, that ain't me. None of these things that are applicable to me because I'm on top of my game. I'm, I'm, I'm at the top of, of my profession, but you can be at the top of your profession. You may be the president of your company and God may be wanting you to be the president of the United States. So, you know, where you at today, that may not be where God intends for you to land. But so how do, for those of us that are saying, hey, that's me, Reggie, but how do I get back right? You know, four simple things I want to say is, and these are very basic and rudimentary, but you got to confess it. You got to acknowledge it. You got to acknowledge where you are. And two things when I say confess, you got to confess your situation to God. You got to acknowledge it before God. God, this is who I am. This is where I'm at. And then you've got to confess it to another brother. Somebody else has to know. You've got to get accountability. Second thing you've got to do, you've got to surrender. What does surrender mean? That means I've got to release control. I've got to release control over to you. And then the last, the last two things, I'd like to just close out with a scripture before I say the last two things. I love the, what uh, Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verses 21 and 22. Verse 21, he says, Therefore, if any man cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, and ready for every good work. Let me say that again. He says, therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy and useful, useful to the master and ready for every good work. A lot of us are not ready for every good work and useful to the master because of the stuff that we've got to eradicate out of our life. So my third point is you've got to cleanse yourself from the thing that is causing you to walk in your purpose. You've got to cleanse yourself. You've got to confess it. You've got to surrender to it. And you've got to cleanse yourself. And verse 22 says, so flee from youthful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call on the name of the Lord from a pure heart. And the last part is you pursue these things along with those who call on the name of the Lord. You, I, I close out by saying you've got to run towards your purpose. You've got to run up that hill. You've got to run up that valley. Run towards your purpose, but you can't do it alone. You've got to run towards your purpose with the same people that are running towards the Lord. You can't do it alone. Guys, that's the end of my message. I hope this has been helpful for somebody, and I hope this blesses you guys, and it encourages you to go from the valley to the victory. Amen. Reg, we do appreciate that, brother. I know it takes a lot to deliver a message of correction. And uh, we appreciate your obedience in that because 
you know, it's some real talk, man. And sometimes it's a little hard to do that among brothers because as I charge you to uh, get your life right, that means I got to make sure I'm not um, uh, hypocritical in that space and not get mine right too. So I do appreciate that. And gentlemen, this is what we're doing uh, for this entire month is that we're challenging uh, one another as we walk together to get from the valley to victory. And we know the transformation happens in the valley. And in this space, what Reginald was reminding us is that we got to um, take heed before we fall. Basically, we got to hear this message of saying before some of us get to a place where it might be um, hard for us to recover from is that we got to take heed and then put these things in place as we get ready to uh, turn back to God. Right. And then get back into the places that we're supposed to be in. Um, I will just remind us that uh, Reginald has told us that the desire and here's that interesting thing man when you were saying that you know there you know we all be real let me make sure my wife ain't listening we all be real you know it is a space that we have desires and then if we pursue that sin manifests and then we can get into a place where we're just you know our footsteps are a little toes in the water next thing you know we up to our neck in that, and then that leads us to death. And I, get, I definitely get that. And so in that space, confessing it, coming into the awareness of where we are, you know, where we acknowledge it, not that we just skating over it there, but we come into acknowledgement of it, right? Then we surrender or release that control. And here's the thing that the caveat to that is where we can't forget is that in that surrender, I literally got to hand that over to God. I got to confess here what it is, and then I need you to take control of it, but I got to be able to do it because he's going to flow through us in the first place. And then we got to cleanse ourselves of it. And that's a process, right? So some of us are, um, uh, what's those people that can change stuff overnight? You know, that it, you know they, when they decide to stop smoking, they stop that day. That ain't been my story. Right. I'm one of those persons that take a little bit of time, you know, and this is one of the reasons why I love the relationship so much with God is that if I do a little bit more reading, if I did a little bit of more praying, if I develop that relationship a little bit more every day, I look up two, three years ago, I, I ain't at the strip club no more. Right. Because mm -hmm. I pursued this relationship and that desire for that thing. It's in the if I equate it as like a glass and we have uh, something that's impure in the glass. And if I keep dripping Jesus in it, eventually all that Jesus is so much heavier, it'll get in that glass and push out the stuff I don't want. Right. And so it's just a journey for it. So it takes a while to uh, cleanse yourself or you can be like, you know, them hardcore brothers and just throw it out. Last thing is saying that then we, we flee and pursue and we run toward our purpose. We do, you know, because Reginald, Reginald was uh, clear in that there's some people waiting on our victory because they're in our downline and need us to be in that space to take it to the next level. So with all that being said, gentlemen, from valid victory, I know we have to traverse. got a little bit stuck there, but it's okay. Uh, because as he's, as, uh, as so artfully said, everything that you brought this morning, Reggie, was powerful, powerful, powerful. And we want to just go ahead and close out in prayer. So 
Um, with that being said, um, Father, we just thank you for Reggie being able to pour into our lives and, and challenging us in a way that, that needed to be challenged. And that challenge, Father, is that each of us looks at the darkness in our life and be willing to go to the light, that glorious, marvelous light that allows us to be able to not only see our own sins and faults, but be able to correct them and be able to, to move forward toward the victory that you have promised and provided for us. We give you glory, honor, and praise. We ask that you would just pour back into my brother's life this morning, that you would pour back into his spirit, into his, into his heart, and that you would just replenish and restore him. And Father, my prayer is that this morning, that you would just lead all of us out of this darkness that, that so tries to engulf us and give us the, the right to be able to come into the light. We give you honor, glory, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Brothers, uh, go forth and um, today do something to impact someone else's life, to be a blessing to another brother, that you would lead them out of the darkness by your light, and that they would see they can walk in what's right. And even though that they're drawn to the darkness, that the light is where they know they need to be. Bless you guys. We'll see you on, on Thursday when we have Dr. Collins uh, bring forth his uh, the word that just kind of closes out this, uh, this whole uh, month of from valley to victory and next month we're going to go from victory to victory because we want you to continue on with your growth have an awesome day i'm sorry y'all the devil didn't want me on his line <laughs> I, you it's okay. I literally no. zoom re rebooted itself <laughs> lord help there's always a ram in the bush, and we thank you um, so much, Mr. Derek. We, we're looking forward next month from what you're going to share with us because we know you got a word. You you, you study long, not wrong. So we 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 waiting for it. Let's get it. Y'all right. be blessed. See y'all back here on Thursday. All right. Appreciate Peace. it. Thank you. See you guys on Thursday. See you Thursday, Doc. <laughs>